0: Hi, I'm Riley Billingsley, the co-creator and artistic director of It's Personal, a storytelling show where we tell real stories on stage in front of a live audience. Our podcast takes a deep dive into what our performers were really thinking. Kate Orlando joins us on stage at our crush show in a wedding dress. As she shreds her dress in front of our eyes, she slices down the idea that she's cursed and that being alone, is lonely. Let's get personal.
1: take myself as my own life partner until the day I die. (laughs) For I do not have a soulmate. Mm. I never got asked out in middle school or in high school, and the only guy that ever asked me out in college, I ended up marrying. And when that didn't work out, I tried to get back out. Onto the L.A. dating scene. Which we all know is a total and complete nightmare shit show, right? (laughs) I've watched all of my friends succeed at dating. My best friend is currently seeing three guys that she met on Bumble. Three for over a month. (laughs) My cousin got separated from her ex-husband, and two months later ended up meeting the guy of her dreams. And now, six months later, she's moving to Baltimore to go be with him. (laughs) I don't get those options. I downloaded Bumble, and I got two matches, and none of them would meet with me. (laughs) Yay. Yay. (laughs) So much Yay (laughs) So I'm going to blame it on the fact That I have a magic Good luck Chuck vagina (laughs) You see, every time I start dating a guy And I develop feelings for him And I sleep with him Not once, but twice They will meet a different Curvaceous blonde woman To spend the rest of their days with I'm seven for seven on this shit, y'all. First, there was Leland. Then there was Dustin. Then there was Hot Tim. Then there was Sweatpants Bay Matt. Then there was Jake Angel, who despite having a name like that was not a porn star. Uh, Rad, the bartender at three clubs, can't go there anymore, one of my favorite places. <laughs> <laughs> then, there was Byron from Portland. That one hurt. I used to be really disappointed about the fact that there was no white knight waiting for me at the end of my tunnel. Why not me? I'm actually kind of awesome. I drink scotch meat with two drops of water and I can actually taste the difference. I collect goosebumps books I like baseball, I pay my bills on time, I like action movies so much I went as John McClane from Die Hard for Halloween last year. (laughs) I'm cool! (laughs) My friend Lee says it's because I'm so special and unique, don't we all love hearing that? That I'm like that sword from King Arthur, Excalibur, so powerful that many Men will try to wield me, but in the end, there will only be one. Well, where the fuck is he? What is wrong with me? You know what, nothing. There's nothing wrong with me. Nothing at all. Maybe, maybe it needs timing. When I started seeing Brad the bartender, two months into us dating each other, he went to a party and reconnected with his ex-girlfriend. But that's the thing about timing. When it's the right person, you make the time. Byron from Portland had that white knight syndrome that so many men have. He told me that his mother was an alcoholic, so he tends to date alcoholics. Well, sadly, I'm not an alcoholic, and I'm Not looking for someone to save me. I'm looking for someone to find and appreciate me for who I am. He's with a girl named Anna now. I see them party a lot online. Jake Angel not a porn star. (laughs) That one was my fault. He was just so beautiful. Have you ever seen someone across the room and been like, wow, yeah, that, I like that a lot. That is very, very nice to look at. (laughs) And after we started seeing each other, I, like an idiot, would tell him, I don't understand what it is you find attractive about me. Months later, when he called it off, I made a jealous, snide remark about the new, beautiful blonde girl that he was dating. And he said, you know, Kate, when we started seeing each other, you were this strong, sexy, confident girl, and I watched you crumble into a self-deprecating mess, and it's not my job to save you. And he was right. He was right. And I realized that it secretly feels really good to confirm that you're not wanted or loved. It's like a defense mechanism that I have developed like a suit of armor so that I never have to feel that pain that I ever felt in my divorce ever again. But I recently realized that my life is not without love. I know that a lot of people kind of shit on LA for it being hard to meet people and I don't find it that way. I have the most amazing core group of friends in my life who will do anything for me. I had 40 people come to my birthday party last year when I turned 35. That's pretty amazing. And every time somebody that I know goes to a faraway land, they bring me Harry Potter in a new language. I have a pretty sweet collection now. So I've come to realize that I don't have a person. I have people. So... You can hit on me after the show. And if I think you're attractive, I'm probably gonna fuck you. Which is gonna be super fun. So and fun. just think, you're gonna meet your soulmate in like two months okay? Which is gonna be so great for you. But I don't want you to feel bad for me because I'm finally becoming comfortable with the fact that my life is meant to be experienced solo. I... Have become serenely independent and content because I finally realized I'm not looking for a knight, I'm looking for my sword, for myself. And in that, I am both King Arthur and Excalibur. Hi, Kate. Hi, Riley.
0: <laughs> Thank you for being here.
1: Yay, I'm so excited. Thank you for having me. Too. Me too.
0: Yeah, I, we just listened to your piece, and it is truly one of my favorite <laughs> pieces. I think I cried every time you did it, and it's just, it's a great piece. And you came, I think, to the It's Personal auditions for the 2020 season. You came with, basically, that piece was completely done.
1: I would say it it was maybe
0: edited a little bit
1: 80% there yeah
0: about 80% there yeah I think you were like the second or third person to come into the auditions and I just was crying (laughs) in the audition room I was like we have a full day of auditions (laughs) and I'm already crying it was just fantastic and I was like this is such a great (laughs) idea and such a great piece and oh my god I'm so glad that we got it on stage before the world before
1: i I was talking about that with um sam the other day i was like do you remember like when we were in crush and that was like three weeks before everything it was our last show it's that we did
0: and our only 2020
1: live real life
0: show that will exist i'm sure so it's all really kind of crazy yeah (laughs) but i am so glad we have it recorded Yay. um Okay, so I want to start from the beginning. Okay. At the beginning of your piece, you say that you don't have a soulmate. Do you believe
1: that still? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I'm still... um, Yeah, I mean, you want to not believe it. Like, there's always, I feel like, a very small part of me that keeps waiting for the world to be like, no, no, here he is. And Mm -hmm. I just, even, like, during COVID, like, every I've watched so many people find love in the time of corona as i like to call it um great name great name love in the time of cor- of, cor- of coronavirus uh and i feel like i've had i mean who knows like what i yeah no i'd say i'm still in that same uh i don't really have one <laughs> you still feel that way i've uh well you've heard all of my yeah I've- I'm shutting it down for the back half of 2020. Kate needs a dating break. Kate needs a big dating Interesting.
0: break. Interesting. <laughs> because I feel like in your piece, you kind of felt that way maybe at that time. you were co- Well, I don't know. You kind of at the end, you're like, I, you know, I'll, I'll go out with you, whatever. But you, you just were not convinced that it would lead to anything. And now and you're it, just kind of like, and you're and kind of done.
1: And it and didn't. And it didn't. <laughs> and it didn't lead to anything. <laughs> Um, although I, yeah, it didn't lead to anything, which is fine. And I just think that, you know, I, I've really kind of started to look at, is it something with me? Is it an energy that I'm putting out there? Is it, you know, because I think I talked about this a little bit, I play the game and it, and it doesn't go anywhere. I don't play the game. It doesn't go anywhere. I... Mm -hmm keep my cool I be I try to be a little bit more assertive because like there's thing of like be cool and casual no boys need to be told no you should do it like this and like this and it's like I've tried all those ways and like literally none of them work ever so I was just like okay but I think I've just I think the big thing that I've just discovered for me personally is that dating apps just don't work and that is okay uh, because they work really great for some people but not for me because I have struck out f- three times since COVID started. Now, one of them well, wasn't his fault.
0: That kind of brings me to my next question, which is: <laughs> in the show, you say uh, L A. the L A. dating scene is a total nightmare shit, shit show. show. How do you feel about the L A. dating scene in quarantine?
1: It was really in- it's interesting to see like how it. Um, it was really interesting in the beginning because everybody was like, well, we're just doing virtual dates. And it was kind of weird because I had gone on – I. So Friday the 13th, the most normal, was the last normal day that any of us truly had. Because everything oh, started Mar- to shut March, down 30th. in March. Yeah, yeah March 13th. Yeah, I lost my job like three days after that. <laughs> yeah, everything for me got shut down on the 15th, which was a Sunday. Yeah, yeah and okay, then yeah, that was I my think last day. I think a lot of stuff started, like, not restaurants or gyms shut down on the 14th, but, like, other things, like nail salons. So, like, Friday right, right. the 13th was, like, our essential last day of freedom. And I had gone on a date um, that night. And he is really nice. And and like an IRL date. Wow. An IRL. That was my final IRL date. Wow. Um, and he is very nice. He's, uh, I like that. I have all these nicknames for them too. Um, he's the, he's very sweet. He's just hot and not for permanent use. He's just used for one thing. Um, and that's been great during COVID. Um, for adult time only. Uh, But I was supposed to go on a date with a different guy that I really liked, this doctor um, who worked at City of Hope, and then COVID happened. And we went on a couple really good... uh, what do you call it? Like a couple really virtual good dates? virtual dates. Yeah, and we had like dinner together one night where we each made our own dinner and we both had pajamas on, so that was really cute. And we got along really well and then he was like, "Well, do you want to go to the movies?" So we watched the Netflix party and we watched um Ghost Rider, which is an amazing classic with Nicolas Cage on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. It's very silly film. Uh and then after that, he kind of was like, "Listen, COVID is a real thing." And I i'm not gonna emotionally be able to give anything right now and i was like i completely understand Uh, and then i started dating this other gentleman we'll call him the halloween guy (laughs) who was like perfect he liked to garden he liked halloween we like were zodiac matches like everything and like great conversation like he told me all of his secrets i told him all of my secrets and well not secrets but just like you know it had been like a good solid two months of like talking and like sharing with our lives and a lot of like sending videos back and forth to each other and good morning messages and I really I'm sure you remember I got really excited about this one and I was like oh my god I'm wrong like here he is and he's attractive and smart and like everything I had written down on like a secret piece of paper that I have in my underwear drawer of The perfect guy that i've been trying to manifest for over two years and it was like right here in front of me and then the second that we were going to actually meet up it was just like bail i can't come here okay what about tomorrow great i'll see you there then he'd bail and it was just like bail 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 over and over again and then finally i sent a message that was very politely being like, Look, like I like you, but I don't know what's happening. Like, if you met somebody else, that's great. If you're just not interested anymore, that's fine. But, like, can you let me know? And he just ghosted. But then, you know, like every fuckboy would just watch all my stories and, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> and comment on all my photos. And I was like, No, unfriend, unfollow, you unfollow me, you don't get to be a part of that anymore. So that was really a big bummer. And then I started seeing this third guy named Dr. Mouth, that's not his real name, <laughs> um, who's very sweet. And then, you know, it's the same thing, like COVID, you know, he was really nice and had a house and a job and, you know, it just kind of like slowly fell apart because, you know, he started to sell his house and he's opening a private practice. And mm. and so it was, that wasn't like a bad breakup, I would say, but it's, they've all hit that two-month mark. They all hit that, like, two-month mark that I always hit. So I was, like, I'm uh, starting to I think my number in the piece was eight, and now it's ten. So of I'm people ten, that you dated for only two months? T- ten for ten. Um, I'm ten for ten now. But... So, yeah, we're Fantastic. still at that crossroads. And then I... Uh, I recently was just like, okay, I don't want to be that girl because I I realized that a lot of my conversations since January have been all involving these guys. And I was like, I don't want to be that girl who's always going from, like, guy to guy to guy to guy to guy and constantly being disappointed. And so back in June, I wrote down all of the manifestations that I wanted for, like, the back half of the year. Mm -hmm. And for the first time in, like, four years, it didn't have, like find a guy on it it was like this is what I want to be doing this is like the money I want to be saved so I have these other goals in mind and but yeah I've I've just stopped believing and that doesn't mean that I don't think that certain people don't because you're a great example you and AJ I think are like so perfect and adorable together I don't think that nobody has one but I do well, think yeah, that it's, they're, it's not like you're saying yeah. in your piece like love doesn't exist people it does don't, yeah my, it's
0: not that's not really what you're saying yeah my just parents have, like, have this unique perspective on that
1: my parents have this incredible marriage and they're still like super in love they've been married for 38 years like I look at our really good friend Lee like has met like this perfect guy that just like compliments her and I and I know everyone's always like, well, it's, it comes when you least expect it and when you're not really I looking. When? and People i was like yeah i have i have already gone through all of that i have yeah, already i've already not i've already not I've looked, already I've already looked, looked, i put myself out there, out there. i did all I've, this i was like i've gone through like those stages of like truly letting go and then coming to the realization of being like no i do want to share my life with somebody and then manifesting that i want that i've like gone like every piece of advice that somebody could be like well you know like when you really manifest it like i've written down all the qualities i wanted i've sat and manifested it i have fucking rose quartz everything. like I don't want to hear it like all of like all of those people who are like well you know and when you stop when you really let go it's like yeah I've let go I've let go I've tried to believe in it I don't I've stopped really believing it. it's like anything that anyone could kind of like come in and like you know you know what I mean it's just like I've tried it all and I don't I don't. I think that there are certain people who just don't find it, and that's okay because, like I said at the end, I have an incredible group. Like, my core group of girlfriends is amazing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, I have this amazing family who I can talk to about almost anything, and I have an amazing roommate, and all of these other relationships come together. And so it's that whole idea of, like, I don't have a person. I have lots of people and romantic love is just not meant for me I don't know why it does make me sad sometimes but it could be a lot worse
0: yeah I mean people like it doesn't just being in a relationship doesn't like take away sadness right like people can be people can be in relationships that are wrong for them and that can be sad people can be great relationships but have other things that uh, you know are making them sad like there's tons of different ways that well, people and I s-
1: experience life exactly and i see like there's like so many people are afraid of being alone but to me being with someone who makes you feel alone is a thousand times worse oh, and yeah. i've already experienced that so that is i don't want to be in a relationship to be like well i'm in a relationship it's like okay great like people care about that for like two seconds and then they move on. It's like, I don't need to have that validation of like, I've met at myself at this like corner and like this Mm -hmm. precipice of like, now I'm where society expects just because a lot of people, and that's not again to take away from people who have like, you know, boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever. Like I just don't think that it's permanently meant for some people. And I, well I was kind of feeling very woe is me the other week about it and I was like I keep trying I keep putting myself out there I'm nice I make really good cookies like what am I doing wrong and a really good girlfriend of mine Julie I'm gonna shout her out Julie Lopez um was like, you know, you, she was like, you are someone who has Phoenixed your life so hard from where you used to be in like this relationship that wasn't fulfilling. And I, you know, she was like, you've built your life up and moved your way up in restaurants and now you're moving your way up in fitness. And she was like, I just think that the universe sees that and is not going to let you settle. They're never going to let you settle. Mm -hmm. And and that, like, really, like, pulled me out of the funk because I was like, you're right. Like, I've worked too hard and, like, put in the work and I go to therapy and, like, I talk about, you know, stuff that is frustrating and um, or, make, or is disappointing. And I was like, and I, I feel like I'm trying to, like, become the best version of myself that I possibly can at any given day. and I And I don't want to have to settle, like, you know. For like And you shouldn't have to. And nobody nobody should have to. Like I don't wanna have to Like there was nothing wrong with Dr. Mouth. He was great. It just was a really nice guy at the wrong time. Right. Is what a boy and we like when we had like our Is This Over conversation, it was very like respectful and he was like, I think you're right, I'm also gonna take a break from dating and I was like, Well maybe like in a different time, like I think you're really great, but right now it's not giving either of us what we're looking for do you
0: I mean (laughs) it's funny because you do it in the piece and then you're doing it just now but have you always um given nicknames for the people (laughs) that you're dating and like why
1: why do you I don't know I think it takes away I'll be on no I know exactly why you do it because it makes it makes the pain less personal
0: that's what I was thinking. I was like I feel like it's you you're almost a defense
1: mechanism that you're giving this situation such a defense mechanism um it's such a defense mechanism on like taking away that pain rather Mm -hmm. than and also like some of the conversations I feel like I have like I don't I'm still facebook and instagram friends with some of these people I right right
0: i don't forbid- want to just put their names out there i don't on stage, be like, but you legitimately like for those of you that don't know kate she legitimately well, does this in her personal <laughs> conversations it's not just first stage <laughs>
1: <laughs> truly she well because even the other day i was them. like what is the new oh weird walk guy i don't think he'll listen to this but like weird walk guy what, he wasn't weird it was story? just a weird it was a weird walk
0: okay so on stage you decided with your piece to wear a wedding dress and rip it up and put paint all over it and destroy it on stage how did you come up with that activity I didn't and come up
1: with it I think I did <laughs> I think you did somebody was like what if you destroyed a wedding well, dress I, on stage?" yeah I don't
0: actually no I don't think I did because I think I was not going to recommend that to you because I know you have been married. And I thought that was like a little intense, but then I think someone ta- said, oh,
1: you should wear a wedding dress on stage. And I think I might've said like, what if you
0: destroy it? Ruined it. Right.
1: <laughs> and it was very, yeah. ther- it was very therapeutic. And then my favorite yeah. was anytime I would put the paint on my hands and everyone would go. Oh. And I was like, these are like $18 dresses from Goodwill. Like calm down. But like
0: it was so awesome to watch the audience reaction or to hear the audience reaction to you doing it. Cause it was like, oh my God. She's mm-hmm. legitimately gonna do that because they looked nice. Like oh yeah, they, didn't... they looked great. They looked they like looked nice. old. They looked nice. They were David's just... bridal yeah. dresses. Yeah, yeah, they were just like wedding dresses that were a little bit, maybe, a past the time. But it was, it was that they actually really
1: therapeutic because like, it's hard when you get divorced. You're like, what do I do with my wedding dress? And I remember being mm-hmm. like, and it cost my parents like I think my wedding dress was like seven hundred dollars, which in the grand scheme of things is not a lot, but like.
0: But like we, it's a lot for a dress that you wear one time. It's a lot
1: for a dress yeah. that you wear once. And my parents were like we're buying – it was a big thing. And I remember um, – I just remember being like – I would see women be like I'm going to run into the ocean or I'm going to burn it. And I was like oh, that yeah, doesn't yeah. feel – I didn't like that. And so mm-hmm. I had had one of my very good friends who was lucky and met her soulmate. And they're very cute and I had gone to their wedding – they were trying to have a baby and she ended up having a stillborn and I went out with her a couple weeks afterwards um and just like took her to dinner just to kind of you know as you would and um and I remember her telling me she was like you know because they didn't know until um he was delivered and she was like I had gone through all of that and then she was like you know you in movies you hear like the baby cry and she was like and it happened and then the room was so silent and quiet and I remember thinking all of my pain that I had gone through with my ex-husband was still pain it's still important but I remember thinking and being like that is nothing compared to like the pain of like going through labor and then having to hear like that deafening silence of like Mm -hmm. no no little cry voice and Um, she had said that she had gotten a burial gown from a company called Angel Gowns, and it was where people could send in old wedding dresses, and then they would cut them up and sew them into burial dresses for, um, stillborn babies, and so I took, that's, I went back to South Dakota where my dress was, and I found a donation place about 45 minutes away from where my parents lived, and I could take it there, and I called and made the appointment, and I wrote the family's name and the name of the baby, and I was like, "This is you know in memory of I don't wanna like that's you know that's like big and from but like I was like, this is for this family and and that felt like a really good way to kind of mourn the loss of like that dress that every girl dreams of wearing like from when you're mm-hmm. little and I feel like that was, you know, and that's not to take away, again, from people who want to run into the ocean or burn their dresses or donate them. Um, yeah, just but like I, something just felt... that spoke to
0: you and yeah.
1: a way that you, like,
0: wanted to honor. Yeah, that. to honor my friend. I love but, that. Yeah. Which is amazing and such a beautiful story, but also really cool that you got to like, well, tear up dresses tear on stage because it was kind I of like this about. yeah this like sort of maybe to the audience they thought it was your wedding dress like Wouldn't they don't be know incredible? right a
1: couple of them were yeah. really
0: pretty yeah but and looked great on you
1: <laughs> but you.
0: i think that for yeah the None audience are like oh my god back. is she yeah yeah is she like really destroying her wedding dress like it's it's unclear right and so it was fun because obviously we did the show and the rehearsals multiple times so you had to buy a couple of different dresses well I think and I had like just... a couple
1: bridesmaids dresses that I had yeah. for like practicing and then right. I had the big ones like the big yeah ones that, like really looked like wedding dress yeah yeah
0: um yeah it was just a really cool way to complement the piece I think Thanks. Um, cause it gave like the audience this really like shock factor. Um, <laughs> that was really awesome. How are you doing with that suit of ar- armor that you use to protect yourself from potentially feeling that pain? Do you feel like it's still there?
1: Wow. Riley. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, I've recently started going into therapy and yes, therapy, which is amazing. I can't recommend it when re- recommend it high like yes. I, it's Everyone. it's therapy it's should great go. everybody should go um
0: especially guys on tinder
1: <sighs> i don't use tinder way, excuse or me hinge <laughs> or
0: whatever the fuck
1: there's uh levels I don't know. <laughs> um Tinder's like if you want to just get laid bumble oh, okay. is like bumble is like half and half dating like, mostly, right? i would say bumble's like casual dating like mm. bumble guys like you might go out with a couple times and then i mean whatever i'm sure someone will be like i met my the love of my life on of bumble and I i'll did. be like congratulations yeah. um and then hinge is more like looking for relationships but every guy that i've dated on hinge has not worked out um and then I almost bought Match. dot com the other day, but I didn't. I was that's like, like, legit. That's like legit relationships. You think? I think so because you're paying for it, so it's like, oh, that's right. If you're paying, and it's expensive, dude. It's like forty five dollars a month, but if you sign up for six months, it's like twenty. And I was like, <laughs> so I would think people who are paying for that service are a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Serious about it. Um, but um, I feel like. Especially in the my I guess my COVID relationships, if you want to call them, my COVID dating experiences, I really mm-hmm. let go after that piece because I I thought back to that and I was like I don't want to have like the suit of armor in case something works out. Um, but what I tend to do now is when one doesn't work out, I will. Um, recoil Sorry. back for like a week and I'll be like okay well like everything is terrible and whatever and I need to stop doing that but I think what I've really started doing and this is this was a big thing for me last week and this was what our big focus was is uh, like I had not been happy not not been happy with Dr. Mouth but he was very busy and I wasn't getting the amount of attention that I really want because my two love languages are quality time and um, physical touch and yep. I and and also I give physical touch I also really enjoy words of affirmation mm-hmm. um, and it had gone it had been gone really well for the first month and then it kind of started to peter off and I wasn't hearing hearing from him for weeks at a time and um, and then when I would it would be like very like what are you wearing and I was like this is like Mm. great but like not what I want right now I need more than this yeah I need more than that and we had started off so strong and one of the things that I used to do with all of these guys that I realized is I would wait for them to break up with me Mm. and so my therapist she's amazing her name's Dr. Lisa Dr. Lisa was like, you know, why don't you start choosing yourself over these guys? If you're not happy now, why are you going to prolong this for two weeks and wait for him to get bored? You're not happy. This should be your Yes, Dr. Lisa. And I was like, Dr. Lisa. And so I crafted, like, a very well-written text message, and I was like, look, like, I really like you. It started off really great. I was really hoping that it would go a lot farther, and, like, the nights that we've had together have been amazing. But um I just don't feel like that's where we're at right now and I feel like all of a sudden something's changed and I don't hear from you or you're busy or you'll message me and then I don't you know you're busy all week but there's no setup of like I'm not free this night but what about this night and the one rule that I will always abide by is if they want to see you they will make time to see you Absolutely. and um and I was like I just don't feel like I'm getting that anymore And it was a very, it was sad and like both of us were kind of sad, but it wasn't, it had only been like two, it was like two months on the dot. Um, Mm -hmm. But both of us were kind of like, I've really enjoyed getting to know you and I wish it could have gone differently. And he was basically like the same thing. And he was like, but I think for me, I'm really starting to kind of choose myself and take control over what it is that I'm actually looking for and what I actually want, if that's ever actually going to be out there for me. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, I've really let go of the fact of like, I have to look a certain way. I have to do this. I have to, you know, I've really been trying to push myself to date out of my usual box, which is, I Mm -hmm. used to joke as under five foot 10 with a beard and emotionally unavailable. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I've really been trying to, especially with my COVID dates, like get outside of that box and Mm -hmm. not that it didn't, I don't know. It's, That's a good, complicated question. I think if I were going to continue to date through the fall, I would be able to figure that out a little more. But I felt like Mm -hmm. going into each of these relationships, I was like, well, this is exactly who I am. You're either going to like it or you're not. You know, that kind of.
0: Do you uh, think that you're cursed? What? Do you think that you're cursed? Yeah. Like that? You do. Because you talk about this, like, good luck, Chuck Vagina oh, curse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, do you actually believe you're cursed? I'm 10 for 10. Yeah, but not all <laughs> those guys have met a girl. Like you say, they all meet, like, a, a curvy blonde girl right um, after whatever. Like Eight, eight,
1: eight of them have... Dr. Mouth, 8 of them have uh Dr. Mouth has only been set free for a week so she's probably coming. Oh my um, god. Kate, you have to stop saying it. <laughs> um but I don't I don't think it's cursed. I just think that oh and I hate I hate when I say it like this because I sound like such a snobby bitch, know-it-all when it comes out like this because I just think that I don't want to say I'm complicated, but I think that I because I don't want to, like, tear down other girls who are in relationships because I don't think this about you at all. I don't think this about, like, Sam Sant- or any of my friends. But I think that the mm-hmm. type of guys that for some reason I've been going for, and this is, like, what I want to talk to with, it, with Dr. Lisa this week, is why am I going for the type of guys that only want to go for easy, basic girls? And that's not even, like, a slight on those type of girls, but it's just, like, they just want those girls that are just, like what do you want for dinner? And they're like, I don't know, whatever. And they're just, whereas I'll be like, well, I could go like these three things or I know a great taco place or let's go to do this or, you know, like, I'm just not, I'm not going to be one of those girls that's just going to sit back and be like, well, now I have a boyfriend. Now my life is like figured out. And that's not like a bad thing because like if that's what you want, like go do that. Like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know, there's no right or wrong way to like, but like i tend to go for these guys that like right after me they seem to date like the easy e- option the easy option where not to they're, say that they're like easy girls
0: but like the easy option where like they just are like the girl is very much like okay yeah let's let's do whatever and i'm like they don't they don't want a challenge and i find that the front the single girlfriends that i have that are very um independent and very like outspoken and just like Have like a very strong head on their shoulders, have this problem where they cannot find guys that are like willing to meet the expectation that they put for their partner.
1: And that's the thing is like, all these guys are like, I want an independent girl, and that's like a big lead off. Like, with Halloween guy, he was like, Why are you single? and I was like, I'm very independent, and I have this idea in my head of like, I don't need to be with you, but I want to be with you, and that is Mm -hmm. something that really scares people, and I think that. The guys that I keep for some and it doesn't make sense to me like why I keep going after these guys um, or what why I keep attracting that energy of like well they just want to be needed and it's like I don't want to give you that I want I don't need to be with you 24-7 if I see you like twice a week that's great because I have you I have other friends that I enjoy seeing um, and it's like I still want to have all of those things but I still want to be able to have like a home base that I can come home to at the end of the night and I think that for a lot of guys, that's not enough and mm-hmm. that's okay. And again, like I am very down to be like, oh, you want to go do this? Like, yeah, whatever. Let's go do this. But it's like, I just notice that these guys will go for the type of energy that is more like sit back and let them take control. Whereas I want somebody who's going to be a partner with me. I don't want yeah. somebody who's going to take care of... Who can I deal
0: with, yeah, your, the fact that you are, like, an established, independent person.
1: Yeah, or, like, it, it was very important to me with, like, Dr. Mouth, like, the hand, like I went over to his um, condo the first three dates, and he had everything ready. He had all the food, and the first time I went over there, he was like, I know you're pescatarian, so I have salmon, ahi tuna, and mahi-mahi. Which one do you want? And I was like... And for me, I was like, I'm, first off, I've never had a guy make me, make me a food meal like that. He had all these appetizers, a cheese board, like all this different kind of like hummus and like delicious like treats. Um, he was from Iran. All of these delicious treats that his family had like sent him. He was like, and I have these like great Persian dates. And I was like, freaking love dates. Like, let's get a, like, let's do this. And like, everything was all set up. And I was like, And immediately after that first date, I was like, well, you have to come over to my house next time, and I will do all of this for you. And he was like, oh, no, no, that's not your job. And I was like, but it is my job. I enjoy doing this. And he was like, but I – he was like, I should take care of you because you're the girl. And I was like, or we can take care of each other and, and like, take turns. And even – finally like the the fourth date i had gone over because he was supposed to come over to my house and then i had a pipe explode in my apartment my carpet was all wet um so i had to go over to his house but i brought everything over for dinner and was just mm-hmm. like i'm gonna make everything in your house and i could tell that a small part of him was sl- like he was comfortable with it but he was like well let me still help you and i was like mm-hmm. yeah but like i have also like now met you like if we're going on like a good month now of like seeing each other regularly, you know? Um, right. But it was, uh, I just think that I want someone who's gonna be have more of like a partner, like we're together in this rather than. And again, it's complicated because like I see a lot of really great examples of that. And that's the other thing is those type of guys are already taken, they've <laughs> yep. already been taken it's like very amazing very frustrating and so it's like people are like well like maybe this is the and i'm like yeah i know like great (laughs) like i get it but it's like all of these guys are like already yeah taken or fresh out of a breakup and they want to go through like a slutty period which be my guest everybody should do that if you've just gone through like alarm term breakup go and like deal yeah deal with that but like I don't know. Maybe he's out there. I mean, Chris Pine is still out there. true. <laughs> <laughs> Although even yeah. he has a girlfriend now. <laughs> how dare he? And Dev Patel, how could he? What a loss for both of us. I know you have I know, our, I know you have AJ, our, but still, that was heartbreaking. Still,
0: I don't have a Dev Patel, so
1: so um, what is you he know, even doing just, with her? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just think it's like it might be an obstacle, but I don't think it's a curse. Like I think you have maybe the obstacle of having like to f- sort through all these guys but it's it'll like make for not... a
1: great memoir someday absolutely <laughs> and We're, each chapter yeah, will just have... be the title of their nickname
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> um the thing that i love about your piece and about you in general is that like you talk about at the end how like you don't maybe you don't have a soulmate but you have lots of them like you have all these people in your life that are you know bring you joy and like love and you just are surrounded by it
1: like the one I'm talking to right
0: now oh oh that means you (laughs) um thanks but uh yeah you just you are one of the most like social and lovely people that I know and like you have so many great people in your life because of you because of who you are and how you treat your friends and that you have a lot of energy for the friends in your life Um, So I think that's definitely why you have all these people in your life. But I would love to hear about um, this new project that you're starting this fall Um, that I think is really cool because it kind of encapsulates your love of travel and your love of people in your life and everything. So if you could tell us a little bit about what you're doing.
1: So I love travel and sometimes money is very money-ish and you can't really go a whole lot of places (laughs) so true so true it's very money-ish um and and so i i love watching travel shows i used to watch um passports to like passport to latin america passport to europe with samantha brown i love no reserve i love anything obviously anthony obert was amazing mm-hmm. um uh one of my really good friends just turned me on to travel ban which is one of my personal favorites anytime there's basically like a f- travel show like food shows are great but like travel shows that really transport you like somewhere else i really love if you haven't watched um taste the nation with padma lashki is great because she oh, is heard specifically in america and she really highlights oh, cool. like like she does a whole episode on like Native American cuisine and then she does a whole mm. episode about Iranian cuisine, which and I didn't know this, that Los Angeles has the number one population of immigrants from Iran outside of Tehran. Wow. Um, and so like you can go to like Little Persia, which is over in like Brentwood. Um, mm. But it's like it's a really, really cool show. And like all these and she does a lot about like th- authentic Latino cuisine. It's a really neat show. And then she goes around to all these areas. It's really, really neat. Um, but so I thought and I've served her. She's very nice. Oh, good. That makes me so happy. She yeah, seems very ugh, nice I just polite. really like nice, lovely people. Why right. be an asshole when you can be nice? When I just could don't be nice. understand that. <laughs> um, it doesn't make any sense to me. But so for a while, I was like, I would love to go around. And I think that L.A. is so large that we forget How, and I think a lot of people, like I mentioned this in my piece too, a lot of people shit on LA a lot and it's fake and like people are shitty and like everyone looks like plastic Barbies and it's really hard to meet people. That's like the biggest thing. And I know Mm -hmm. I'm a big extrovert and I could literally talk to a brick wall and come out of that with a brick wall being a new friend. But I, have just never found it that way and of course you meet shitty people but guess what there's shitty people here there's shitty people in South Dakota there's shitty people in Europe there's shitty people in Latin America there's shitty people in Asia like there are just like it's the same thing it's like jerks are everywhere but also nice people are everywhere yeah and that's the thing that it doesn't really matter how old you are your sexual orientation the color of your skin like nice people are nice people jerks are jerks like that just goes all the way across the board. But And this really solidified it because I was on a date with Dr. Mount. This was our first date. And once again, he's very lovely. Um, But he had said, he was like, let's go get coffee and go for a walk. And this was like during like all of the Black Lives Matter. And I was like, okay, well, if we're gonna go for a walk and get coffee, like I really want to support like a black business. And so I had found these three coffee shops and kind of gave him the locations and he was like, well I've never been to Echo Park. Let's go to Vanilla Black, which I've gone to. It's a great little coffee shop. It's in Echo Park. It's right by like Sage on sunset. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's right over there. And um so we met over there. And we st- this stood in the line, you know, because now it's social distancing, so you're all outside. We stood in the line for about 45 minutes and talked and had a really good time, got our coffee. And he was like, okay, well, like, do you want to walk around the neighborhood? And I was like, well, the Echo Park Lake is right there. And he was like, oh, there's a lake here? And I said, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, are you new to LA? And he said, no, I've lived here for seven years. I just never leave the West Side. I never go out of like Brentwood. I never go out of like Westwood. I never go out of. Like, that Santa Monica area. And then in that moment, I was like, I do the exact same thing. I never drive to the beach. I wrote a piece about how I never go to the beach, I think, for the blog. Mm I wrote a blog piece about how I was like, I hate driving to the beach. I will not drive an hour to go to Santa Monica. Mm -hmm. But, um, But I was like, this is insane that, like, we're all... And yes, like COVID is still a thing and we still have to practice safe social distancing. But I was like, there should be like a little mini show about all of the really great places that make LA special. Because the one thing that I love about Los Angeles is you can have any experience you want here in a different area like if you want to get pampered and you want to pretend like you're Beyonce you can go to Beverly Hills and pay like a gajillion dollars for a spa day if you want to have like really great hipster food you can go to like Silver Lake if you want like small town America you just drive up to the valley and there's some great like little places over there if you want like the beach vibes you can go down to Huntington you can go up to like Zumo or the Carrillo is one of my favorite beaches um you know where they filmed she's all that uh great american classic film hi nutmeg <laughs> riley's my dog, dog nutmeg just came is, in i love that dog yeah. frame <laughs> um but i thought you know i have all these friends and it's like they all have these amazing places and there's always these new great places to discover and so i thought i wanted to do a travel show where it would feature me and one of my friends having their ideal day in LA. It's going to be the best day ever. So Mm -hmm. I picked about 15 people and only two people were like, we're not really comfortable going out right now. And I was like, that's completely fine. I totally understand. Um, But so I'm going to start a video like travel show (laughs) during the midst of a pandemic of Mm -hmm. places that are open that you can go out to so that People in Los Angeles will be able to go out and throw some money at great small businesses that really need help so that we don't completely lose the great authentic part of Los Angeles because Mm -hmm. I will not let my taco trucks die if I have to eat them every day. I love them.
0: So I will eat taco truck tacos every day just because I have to, not because I want to. to.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so that's kind of the idea um, of best day ever with me, Kate and us. And yeah, so it's just going to be me and one friend every week. Um, doing their ideal day in LA from breakfast till dinner and various activities that you can do, especially right now in COVID that are open, that you can practice with safe social distancing. Yeah. Um, masks will always be worn unless I'm shoving something delicious in my face. Um, And it's been really great because each of my friends has provided me with like such a unique, different day. I'm really excited about it. So we'll see how it goes but i think it's gonna Is it be gonna rad. be like on youtube yeah so gonna i'm gonna YouTube have channel? a youtube okay. channel and then i'm gonna also do it through instagram tv so it. it'll Can't be like in bo- both to places it's gonna, be so fun. it's gonna be very fun and then in the spring you're gonna be on it because we'll be on it someday you in the spring when you come back i <laughs> want you to come back because i miss you Missing I you in person I miss having my friends in
0: person <laughs> I know That's rough. Uh. thank you for sharing that I'm so excited about this new idea and I just love that you're Yay, utilizing like all your talents and and all my cool friends and all that yeah so great <laughs> um I do because we you know are talking about the crush show I have one last question which is yes. what are you currently crushing on? or something you're reading or watching or
1: doing that you really love right now you know I really I just got done um watching Rami and I really okay I want to watch it it's so good it's amazing I mean he won the Emmy right he won the Emmy it was really good um I (laughs) not that he'll ever I did not care for the season finales um but I thought that every episode it's really well written it's written in that same kind of format i like master of none was written in mm, where okay. it's it's like focuses on individual people but i really enjoyed that um and then right now i guess i'm really crushing on if i can throw a shout out to my three favorite taco places marisco silisco's yes. in Boyle heights Ugh. ricky's fish tacos which is a traveling taco truck and tacos delta in silver lake which has a beautiful outdoor patio that you mm-hmm. can socially distance eat on um Oh, and I just started watching Living Single for the first time in my life. That show is oh, incredible. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's And it's amazing. like 90s, right? It is the most that 90s have ever 98 in the history of like being oh my the God. 90s. It's it hurts <laughs> so hard sometimes. You're just oh my like, God, yes. The fashion and like the sets are beautiful, yeah. and it's very too like like all of those 90s sitcoms were like people first off I don't understand how people in the 90s nobody ever had their doors locked I was like all of you live in the Chicago and New York why does nobody have their door locked right, right. why is everybody able to just like walk in or even like a full house I was like you live in San Francisco like lock your door yeah <laughs> what the are you doing from the freaking but park. like people like make these huge entrances <laughs> yeah. and like open the- it's one of my favorite things ever I wish somebody would just do a super cut of it on YouTube so I could just watch people in like Opening 1992 doors. Opening doors and being like, hello. You know how they do that? And they're like, oh, well, I'm making <laughs> a, very,
0: like, um, like a very Kramer kind of entrance. <laughs>
1: yeah, like a Kramer or like a Steve Urkel entrance. yes Classic Steve Urkel entrance yeah, where yeah. everybody like applauds. Or like a great perfect strangers, if you even want to go that far back. Um But living single is really fun. <laughs> what is it on Netflix? It's on Hulu. Right now, okay. Netflix, though, did upload uh, not only Moesha but Sister Sister, which I've been watching a lot of. Oh, Oh, yeah. Also, very 90s. Yeah. Sister Sister. I love Tia and Tamara Maui. Sister Sister.
0: Yep. (laughs) Oh, sorry, Nutmeg. Um, Well, thank you so much for. I love it.
1: This was so much fun. All of this. (laughs) was. I wish wouldn't it have been amazing if I was like my piece was wrong and Oscar Isaac and I are so happy right now
0: yeah that you coming. and Oscar I- Isaac and Chris Pine are in a threesome relationship oh my God. <laughs> craziness yeah well Fair. we'll check in again but I'm glad that your piece will stand the test of time of being a great insight into like it's okay to be single and it's okay to find love in other aspects of
1: your life you know i if i can close on this one thing i was on pinterest the other day because sometimes when i'm teaching because i teach fitness um i try to look for like a theme for the week and i was Mm -hmm. googling like quotes about being alone and this one came up that was like just a reminder that you can be the whole complete package And still get dropped off at the wrong address. But don't worry. The postman will eventually get it right. And, ooh, I just got chills when I said that. (laughs) And I think that if anyone out there is like, I'm sad, I'm single, just, like, know that you're amazing and awesome. And it'll eventually happen. Or it won't. (laughs) But I think, you know, just remember that you're a baller package. Enjoy the ride because just like people if you're dropped off at the wrong address it's because you're not meant for them and they just don't know how to handle, handle you and it's like so then the postman can to handle back can't handle with care, you gotta pick it back up and try it again, it's gonna happen so yeah. I love that thanks.
0: yeah, great, thanks Riley, right. you're the best interviewer yep. in the history of space and time <laughs> see this is what she's like as a friend okay, <laughs> goodbye Bye. Hey, Liz. Hey, Riley. You know what I have to say about the state of the world right now? What's that? What the Riley, we said we wouldn't swear. Hey, Riley. Hey, Liz. How are you feeling? Honestly, can I just say what the Liz! Okay, okay. Hi, Riley. Hi, Liz. Are you ready for our next It's Personal Online show? Are you kidding? It's the perfect theme. Yeah, it's such a great one. I know. I love that the theme is what the Riley! Join us on
1: September 24th at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on our YouTube page for our live stream show, It's Personal WTF. Check out itspersonalonstage.com for all the info.